You're listening to Short Inspirations from Ralph. Thinking about heaven. Part 4. There are many more questions we could have about this place called heaven. Such as, do our loved ones who have gone before know anything about us? Like, do they have current knowledge? Even about people they haven't met yet? born generations later? Do they see what's going on here on earth? Some cultures actually worship their ancestors, or at least afford them powers that are way beyond the earthly realm, a bit like gods. But there is nowhere in scripture that comes anywhere near claiming this. In fact, we are forbidden to worship angels and humans are in a rank that is lower than the angelic hosts. But in this episode, I want to look at the question, what is heaven like? What is the culture or atmosphere of heaven? Can we possibly attempt to imagine it? It's probably like trying to get an ant to describe a complex spacecraft. Let's start with this question, what about time in heaven? And Peter in his letter, 2 Peter 3, 8-9, quotes Psalm 90 verse 4 when he says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Some claim this literally, but it seems like a figurative statement that portrays a God who is outside of time as we know it. God is not bound by time on earth that is keyed to a celestial clock and governed by the solar system. And as already mentioned, the Bible says there is no sun in heaven because God is the light there. There doesn't seem to be time in heaven at least not as we understand it. And this would also mean that there is no night or darkness, therefore no sleep required. (laughs) I struggle to imagine this. Again, scripture backs this up in Revelation 22 verse 5. Night will be no more. They will never need the light of the sun or a lamp, because the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign as kings forever and ever ever. Actually, looking at the definition or definitions of this word heaven helps us, I think, to gain a window into the culture and the atmosphere of heaven. The main word is uranos, which is the idea of the sky, by extension the heaven, as in the abode of God. So God lives in heaven. And there's three things about this word which probably describe heaven quite well. By implication, the Greek word talks about happiness. So it's a place of happiness. I once listened to a Christian leader who had lost his son in a car accident and he was so overcome with grief even years later that he cried out to God in his desperation. He just couldn't cope with his grief. 
And then early one morning he was taken to heaven where he met his son. And, and the man himself was weeping, but his son said, Dad, there is no weeping here, only happiness, something like that. The second aspect, so the first is happiness, the second one is power, immense power. And according to a group of ministers and leaders who claim to have died and gone to heaven, they say that heaven is a place of immense life and vitality, bustling, moving, exciting. People have roles and responsibilities and jobs that aren't onerous. And then the third aspect is eternity. So the first is happiness, the second one is power, the third one is eternity. And that's hard for us to imagine in a time-constrained world. But we are going to want it to go on and on and on. And so the, the last aspect of this word uranos is the gospel, specifically the gospel. So the great love story of the gospel, redemption, will echo throughout the eternity that's there and no doubt be sung everywhere. Music will be created in heaven to sing about God's great love. And that's when you read accounts of all sorts of through scripture and all sorts of people who claim to have gone to heaven, that the love is overwhelming. The love is beyond reason. It is an amazing, amazing place because God is love. God bless you.